All right. You guys all set? Yeah. Ready to go. Salutations, everyone. It is time to get swifty. I am your host, Patsy, the Angry Nerd, and this is episode 66 of the Throwdown Thursday podcast. I hope everyone out there is doing well. Uh, I am joined here, of course, by uh, the, uh, the the Ironborn lady who loves to tell me to go fuck myself. <laughs> We're talking, of course, Agent Nicole. You have to get closer to the mic. I know this is your first day. Fuck off. See? Uh, We are also joined by the uh, princess of uh, Pinot Noir, the sultan of Shiraz, the uh, chancellor of Chianti, the prime minister of (laughs) something. Pinot? <laughs> I already said that oh, one. Oh, you did? I'm sorry. Well, I could have said Pinot Grigio. Yeah, you could say Pinot Grigio. But I don't want to be uh, repeating myself over and over again. You know? I just Wait, what, I what, just what, what don't changed? don't want to be repeating myself. What else myself. is new? Like, wh- why now? Uh, yeah, why stop now, Passy? That's, that's Ash's Von Nightmare. Hello, everyone. darlings. How are you? Every, every, every episode might be someone's first, so... This is true. Uh, we are, oh, great. Of course... And I just started cussing. We, of course, also joined by... Uh, the man behind the curtain, uh, the real Wizard of Oz, uh, Johnny Wolfenstein. I got to turn my own mic on. This is uh, my first episode, apparently. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> Welcome. We will. Uh, Who are you guys again? Uh, that's that's. Uh, I'm Mitch. awesome. Agent Patsy. Yep. <laughs> Nicole, the angry nerd. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on when I'm getting angry about, yeah. <laughs> And Ashley's the sober one. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god! This is bizarro. Uh, Throw it on Thursday. Maybe, maybe, maybe we're in another dimension. Maybe, Ooh. maybe we screwed up the timeline by uh, going back in time to stop heaps of Martys. <laughs> Ashley C one thirty seven. You say heaps of Smarties? Marty's. Marty's. Oh, <laughs> we hear what we want to hear. Smarties. Smarties. Canadian like, oh, M&M's. Oh man, you know, because Halloween's coming, right so like those stores are getting those like really big bags of candy, mm. and it's very, very, very hard to walk through the grocery stores and walk. I know. Past I get you, hard like, walking through the candy. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, 12 pound bags of Reese's. Oh, my diabetes is raging. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my I'm god. done. I'm done. So, uh, you say done. that all the time. As you can done. tell, we uh, also have returning for his second consecutive episode, Mr. Brandon Powers. Hey, hey, hey. And remember, hey, hey. Brandon Powers <laughs> is an anagram of owns beard porn. I don't know what beard porn is, but. Uh, if, uh, if, if. It, if we mean beard like a woman who pretends to be married to a well who is married to a gay man to pretend to be his his loving wife then yeah I'm, I'm all about that all right so you know whatever works so you know we uh like uh, chicks our, and porn like I feel our, like that adds up like our friend Christina always says uh, don't yuck someone's yum <laughs> so just because it's not something for you doesn't mean it's not enjoyable so we'll leave that at that um so today uh, kind of tying in with what we we talked about last week, I'm sensing like almost like a pattern, and it's unintentional. 
We talked about a time-traveling superhero. Then we talked about another uh, pair of time-travelers. Now we're going to be talking about a couple of guys who travel interdimensionally. And depending on which scientist you talk to, time and dimensions uh, may be one in the same. So we won't get into too much craziness. Um, <laughs> we're not going to be discussing unified field theory. Yeah, we're not going to be going into the many worlds theory because I've already <laughs> discussed that on a, on a science fact in a prior episode. Uh, we will be having a fun science fact today, though. Uh, oh, yes. Um, but today we're going to be discussing uh, Rick and Morty, um, who are clearly a parody of Doc Brown and Marty McFly. I mean, no. if, if you don't see that, then... You know, I would, had no idea. That was the reason I checked the cartoon out to begin with. But um, we're gonna we're gonna start the show off before we get into any serious Rick and Morty questions. We're gonna start the show off, and uh, I know I completely forgot to tell Nicole this, so she's going in cold. So she's gonna go first. No, I'm not. I'm not going in cold. Um, and I'm not going first. I so refuse. what I'll do is I'll read the question, <laughs> and then I'll give you a minute to answer while you're uh, trying to think of it, because, Brandon, I know you're a, a, a Game of Thrones fan, so I will uh, mm. explain the Ironborn reference for you. Fair enough. Um, so our question today, to start off the episode, is what movie, TV, book, slash comic, and, you know, dimension would you use, uh, would you use the portal gun to travel to? So while Nicole's thinking about that, because she's going first. You're um, an asshole. So, so in other terms, you're saying if you can travel to any universe or fandom, yes, what would you travel to? Wow, that's why? a much better way to phrase that yeah, question. Yeah, I like that way. <laughs> yeah. Well, sorry. she's had time to think <laughs> the, about it. I just came up with okay, You guys so talk long. about why I'm Ironborn. So the reason why we refer to her as Ironborn is that uh, she is... Uh, from a Filipino family, and her mother's name is Fee, F-E, which is, ah. of course, the chemical symbol for iron, and she was born from her mom, therefore she is ironborn. She is also a huge uh, Game of Thrones fan. We actually, uh, we you might have to include you next year, but we did a uh, Game of Thrones fantasy uh, league this really? year, <laughs> where you get points for, you know, Killing, sex, depending on... You incest. Know, you get more points so for incest. So much of that. You get more points for incest. You also get points depending on what you show. If it's like PG-13 nudity, that's like the lowest level. If you show your ass or your boobs, that's the next level. Then if you show everything, you get even more points. Especially if you're showing everything while having incestuous sex with... Uh, a named character. <laughs> Checkmate Yahtzee and Jin. That's right. You win everything. You sunk my battleship, Connect Four, <laughs> and got all the Hungry Hungry Hippo Marbles. Right? You can pass go and collect $200. <laughs> Nicole, keep it going. Um. Anyway, so if Sorry. I... Sorry. <laughs> I don't have Nothing a clue. Nothing but ladders, ladders, ladders. Jeez. I don't have a clue about what's going on. Oh, well, then you're in trouble. <laughs> Board games. Yeah. <laughs> um, so taking a big risk over there. Oh God! Wow. I know my jokes can be kind of parcheesy. Wow, you got a monopoly on these things, huh? I do. I do. You know. Are you guys done? Uh, for now. Sure. <laughs> okay. I know. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm really straining this operation. <laughs> I'm fucking done. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Nicole's got to get up and leave. She must have ants in her pants. 
Okay. Nicole, come on. We have too much sounds. You got to break the ice here. Okay. Jenga. Wow, these puns are a real mousetrap. It's true. It's true. Oh my god. Um, if I had to, <laughs> if I had to, in the universe, um, it probably go Game of Thrones. I really. Why? Why not? I want to. I want to save the fucking direwolves. They're all getting killed off. I love incest and snow. Save those direwolves. You know there is a very high Incesting. likelihood of you dying. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Incest and snow. What you like, like if you Northern, don't get Northern Maine stabbed <laughs> to death, yeah. you get like diphtheria or. Uh, Ooh, you, you, you could die of dysentery. Oh my god! Fuck, now I need to change. grayscale. You get grayscale. Grayscale. Okay, I really. This isn't fair. I. You, you guys. Hey Nicole, what's on your shirt? Oh, you know what? I go with Harry Potter. <laughs> <laughs> Spread a goddamn Harry Potter show. I can't think of any fandom. <laughs> yes, I would go with You the won't die there. No, I won't. No, most likely not. No. There you go. That's my answer. Wolfie, how Fuck about you? Fuck you and your puns. If you could travel to a fandom dimension, where would you go? A fandom dimension? Yeah. Hmm. Not like the fandom zone from uh, hmm. Superman. Hmm. Sound hmm. like he was getting ready to do like a whole Rod Serling thing. Well, I actually was thinking of Twilight Zone, but that's probably not a very good choice either. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say Star Wars be, just because it's uh, near and dear. All right, that's fair. And uh, I think uh, I could make a pretty good uh, career as a moisture farmer. So yeah, and uh, you're not very scruffy looking, so I can be. I could be the best looking nerf herder around. Ashes. So I had to give this a lot of thought. Like, Is it the RuPaul's Drag Race universe? A lot of thought. Well, technically, that universe is this universe. Um, so I was kind of thinking the same it, thing. It's, yeah. it's you know, reality shows are kind of out. No, I'm thinking um, like RuPaul's Home Planet. <laughs> nobody that fabulous. <laughs> what is he, is he a character from Rocky Horror Picture Show? <laughs> um. Oh, oh, see, now, um, no, I'm just going to go, I'm going to go with my first answer. I thought, you know, about it. And the first thing that popped in my mind that really stuck was Bob's Burgers. Oh my Why? God. Because I think I would look fucking adorable animated. God damn it. Yes, you I would. think you would be, you would be friends with Linda. Exactly. Would I want to drink, ginger. I want to drink wine with Linda Belcher. That's pretty much dance. it. Like, I'm going to be the one who shows up, you know, at the Bob's Burgers restaurant and be like, Linda, it's time to go drink wine. And she's going to be like, all, all right. right. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, Brandon, how about you? Um, see, Brandon didn't have any preparation for this either. You don't see him complaining. <laughs> what, what do I do? What do I do? Somebody give me an answer. Uh, Nicole's answer. I'll take Nicole's answer. No, never mind. I just look at you, Pat. Game of Harry Thrones. <laughs> um, I would, I would actually probably go with uh, Star Trek. I'm not the world's biggest Star Trek fan, uh, but I just, I really like. I've always liked the idea of the Federation and everything, and how everyone has has unified and uh, the advances that were made with science and medical science. That's that's something that's always appealed to me. I think that I would really enjoy living in the future of Star Trek. Which Star Trek? Uh, Next Generation Deep Space Nine. High five, buddy. High five. Well, you just redeemed yourself from like... Deep Space Nine is my favorite (laughs) Star Trek show. 
Oh, I have an addition. Yeah. I have an addition as to why I should go into the Bob's Burgers universe, right? Because Burgers all of the delicious. females are vo- voiced by men. And I have a very deep, um, natural speaking voice, so I would fit right in. Except, yeah, for, except for Well, yeah, except for Louise and except for... Um, Most of the guest stars. Yeah. And Carly Simon. The sister. Well, yeah. Carly Simon. Megan Mullally. Yeah, Gail. And, yeah, okay, Gail so except from. for a couple of them, but I wouldn't be like... I, I would be like... Like Teddy, but like not you would Teddy. Eat a sponge? No, I would not. You don't feed a <laughs> Bobby. You don't feed a guy a sponge. I have a very discerning palate. I ask, <laughs> eat this. Oh, what was that? Don't feed a guy a sponge. You <laughs> have to do a show on Teddy. Uh, so my turn then, huh? Uh, I haven't given this any thought, to be honest with you. Um, <laughs> it's your freaking question. It's your fucking question, dude. <laughs> See, it's <sighs> yeah. What the fuck? I would say probably the world of uh, probably Transformers. Cause Why? Uh, the movies or the, the cartoons? The cartoons. Okay, all right. That's because I then. I would be. That's a surprise. I would be like Spike, like because although he does have that annoying kid, but Spike, you know, he gets to go on adventures and like you know he doesn't have to have a job or anything, and he just flies around in space with the Dinobots and shit. And I, I want to go to space. So I also like the idea of robots who can change form, uh, doing it all to song, songs from Weird Al Yankovic. Yes, or or Stan Bush. <laughs> so yeah, any any time I can be driving around with giant robots that turn into vehicles, but like also have like eighties power ballads. Like that's that's my jam right there. So all right. I mean, you know, I, I thought, you know, Star Wars, I thought Star Trek, because, you know, those are good ones. Harry Potter's another one, because I want to do magic and, like, shoot spells at people and be like... Oh, oh. Is, is that the thing about picking the fandom? Because uh, I, I don't think that I'd be anything special in the Star Trek universe. Well, no, I mean, it's not like wizards or anything special. I feel like There's I'd like be doing pretty much them. what I do now, but in the future of Star Trek. Like, I'm just, I'll just be a dispatcher for the Federation. Like, well, yeah, yeah the ship is going here, the ship's going there, nine to five. All right, fuck you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> but you could be in space doing it. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm saying that's, that's the appeal, but it would still be, like, my pain-in-the-ass job. Like, 21st century brand would be like, this is incredible! But that brand would be like, this is bullshit. <laughs> I do not get paid nearly enough for this fucking job. Yeah, I don't wear red... Uh, just, just my thing. I am too pale. It just washes me out. It's just, it clashes. I'm more of an autumn. <laughs> so, I think that's a that's a good place to uh, to uh, take that conversation. <laughs> so, I think what we'll do now is we'll go ahead and go on a break, and then when we come back from break, we will discuss uh, Rick and Morty. They're uh, Different shiftiness, uh, and the we actually watched that one last night. Nice. She's like, I really want to watch Swifty and Pickle Rick. <laughs> and hey, like the, Morty. The next episode we watched that was queued up on Hulu was the Swifty episode. So nice. So uh, yeah. Without any further ado, Wolfie, can you please send us to break? Monster Hawks at midnight is a collection of dark songs about sex, love, death, revenge, and 
Samantha Newark, the voice of Jem and Jerrica from the original Jem and the Holograms cartoon series. And you are listening to Throwdown Thursday on the Grand Guineal Network. Hello. This is the Sasquatch, a.k.a. Bigfoot. But you can just call me Frank. And when I'm not stomping around the woods throwing rocks at hunters, I like to listen to the Paranormal Punchers podcast. That's right, Paranormal Punchers. They talk about all things paranormal, and they're hilarious. Go find them on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and ParanormalPunchers.com. picked up uh, on the way over here we oh. stopped at Cumberland Farms real quick uh, shout out to Dynamo Myers uh, and, we, and I picked up a bottle of Sucka Punch and you know nothing is more disconcerting than when you uh, look at your it smells amazing yeah you look at your biochemist wife who is looking at the ingredients going oh my god this is no, awful okay first of all I took a swig and I wish I hadn't because it just does not taste good. It tastes I've like, never had it. I've no, no, it tastes idea. like when you put like a bunch of like smarties Look at tea and sweetheart that shit. All right, first of all, no, 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 I just on, had some red rage, and that shit tastes like it cherry tastes like smarties. when you put a bunch of like smarties and sweethearts in your mouth at the same time. I mean, just like fill up your mouth with smarties. It smells and sweethearts. like There's been an awful lot of reference to smarties already. I, I don't know. It's what like dissolved Hawaiian. Is that like the punch. candy of choice in this area? Well, Hawaiian punch, but it's like con- it's like concentrated. Yeah, concentrated, concentrated Hawaiian punch and then carbonated. And like it is gross. But like ladies and gentlemen, this bottle Holy okay, fuck so on it the is grams a, too. It is a twenty fluid ounce bottle of soda. It contains four solid ounces. Three hundred and ten <laughs> calories. Holy shit, son. And seventy eight grams. grams of sugar. At least it doesn't have seventy nine, right? Gross. <laughs> that is That's so what gross. this one had. Yeah, no, you're not drinking both of them. Listen, it contains no if juice. If you, <laughs> <laughs> wait, what? Wow, you really dodged a bullet on that one. Uh, thank you. I swear, no, you drink it this along with what you just drank, and I swear to God, you're gonna drop. Hey, you're gonna drop dead when you get home. Hey, drink that. <laughs> wait, Listen, no, he doesn't. You don't have to a, a life insurance knocker. yet. Sucker punch knocks out thirst and then some. Pineapple, orange, lemon, strawberry. Like I said, it'll hit you with everything it's got. It says, okay, so yeah. Booker like tea wouldn't drink that shit. The first ingredient listed what? is carbonated water. Okay. The second ingredient listed is high fructose corn syrup. Like, come on. Oh, well, oh. just, so I mean, bad. just crush up some metformin diabetes medication uh, and it evens out. It'll keep your, your Would blood you prefer sugar. him drinking that or Crystal Pepsi? The flavor's not that great. The like, my teeth hurt. The red from rage the sip is way that better. I took. Like, yeah. that's gross. Red, red rage is way better. Red rum? Yeah, red rage. Red room. Over there. <laughs> <laughs> The murder house. <laughs> uh, uh, so anyway. Look, I'm a torso. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 
I'm the jealous jockey. <laughs> oh, that's a show that needs to happen. Some we haven't done any Simpsons characters. Really, sixty-six shows in, we haven't done any Simpsons characters. We haven't done any Futurama characters. Hi, Homer. Excuse me. Did something crawl down your throat and die? You didn't die. <laughs> We haven't done any, like, animated TV. Like, this is, like, the first real... We didn't do any animated TV? Wait, did you... Any of the animated TV shows that we grew up Uh. with, other than interviewing Samantha Newark. And that was more of, like, interviewing Samantha Newark. But we haven't done, like... The Simpsons. We haven't done Family Guy. We For me, it was Daria. I grew up with that. I keep forgetting. You're, like, 15. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up in the 80s. You and my brother. I'm an 80s child. When were you born? July 1989. (laughs) I remember when Daria was going to premiere on MTV, and I was like, ugh, a Beavis and Butthead spinoff. Yeah. Like, that was my view of it when it first started. Uh, Admittedly, I I actually thought it was much better than Beavis and Butthead. I never really watched either of those shows. Um, That was me. I, I I enjoyed Daria. I enjoyed it. Um, my wife, my wife absolutely fucking hated it. But that's mostly because people used to taunt her with the name. My wife's name is Dara. The character's name is Daria. Her last name is Morgendorfer. Correct. Yes. And my wife's maiden name was Emschweiler. So <laughs> there's a little bit of a parallel there. I maintain that it's a swear in Germany. <laughs> Emschweiler. You know, it's she. Uh, she does not appreciate my mocking her for it. It's. Uh, I. I'd like to say to her. Uh, you know. Knock knock. Who's there? Who's there? ask the questions. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet that never gets old. Not for me, it doesn't. <laughs> hey, that was the first time I've ever heard it. So yeah, so we've we haven't done very many uh, animated stuff. We've done more newer animated characters. You know, we did the the uh, Linda Belcher episode. We did obviously we did. Uh, Gem when we had Samantha Newark on, and that's obviously an older, an older, uh, an older show. I did tell Samantha Newark that she was one of my first crushes. Gem, that's outrageous! Oh my god, can we fucking talk about Rick and Morty? Will you shut the fuck up? Let's get swifty. God damn it! So I should take Take, off my pants pants and and shit shit on on the floor. floor. Yes. (laughs) Wolfie, is that permissible? Like. I know that that's something that you save for the a, Wednesday show. I got, I got like a bag over here you can use, man. No, that's 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 reserved for the Wednesday night show <laughs> in here. And that's usually on that's live. So for folks who don't know, Trick or Treat Radio every Wednesday, like Death and Taxes, one of the two, one of the three things you can count on. Uh, that and Dynamo Myers will probably not have pants on by the end of the show. <laughs> so. Um, so yeah, Rick and Morty. Rick and Morty. So <laughs> we tried watching the show a while back because you know everybody kept talking about it, saying how great it was, and I tried watching it. And to be completely honest, like, and this has happened a few times with us watching shows. Like Bob's Burgers was one of them. It just didn't really jump out at us. Didn't like. I was like, why is he belching every five seconds? Like this is fucking annoying. He's like, drunk. I know, I know, but like... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I thought you were asking me, never mind. It was like, it just, it got really irritating. But then, like, you sit down and you watch, start watching the show, like, I actually really enjoy it. Like, we, uh, especially with, like, the weird characters, and, like, this may come as a surprise to people, but I like the science behind it, because uh, there's, okay. there's some good 
solid science behind it. Uh, <laughs> I know. I know, listen. I know that the, like the episode where they broke time and had all the like the sixty four different versions of themselves and how they solved that and like how it was exponentially changing, like. That's based on actual science. Like that's kind of cool, yes, okay. and the way they they solve some of their problems, like especially when they have the multiple Mister Meeseeks. Oh my god! Like they're able to existence is pain. Yeah, but they're able to solve that through like actual math. Like they're able to solve that issue. Yeah. So like that that's the type of stuff I'm talking about. You know. You know, Sounds like you're confusing math with science, but I'm, I'm just saying. Well, math and science kind of <laughs> go hand in hand. Oh, I, I can't yeah, do I, I took that class once. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's uh, kind of, like, out of whack to talk about a show that's like, it's like, oh, yeah, I really like the science of the show that had that guy, Mr. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> it can be two things. Yeah. So, Agent Nicole. Yes. Phone's down. Fuck off. What... I really like your Captain Marvel phone case. Thank you. She has a lanyard, too. And I have a wallet that's all Captain Marvel. I haven't seen those, so I can't say I like them. Hold on. Well, that yes. Well, hold on. Just just answer Pat's question. Yeah. Your uh, <laughs> yes. first time Ooh, you that, that is nice. watched the show about the the Mortys, mm-hmm. what, uh, how old were you? The heaps of Mortys. <laughs> <laughs> Science cannot move forward without heaps. I was actually 27 when I first watched Rick and Morty, which so was like couple, so a couple couple months ago. I watched it. Um, one of my writing friends, who I recently just found out was from France, who's from France, um, like a conehead. His name was Jacques Eiffel. <laughs> Anyways, um, they introduced me to Rick and Morty, and I was like, I don't know if I'm going to really enjoy it. And I was talking to Ashes about this. It. It's like getting into Bob's Burgers. It takes a while to kind of let it marinate with you. Kind of just like, do I do I like it? Do I not like it? And the first episode I watched was episode two from season two, where um, Rick is uh, teaching um, Morty how to fly, be a flying the um, their little spaceship, and there's an assass alien assassin around and. I was like, what the fuck am I getting myself into? And then I found out that it was on Hulu, which... Combobulous Michael. Yes. Um, uh, and it was on Hulu, and I was like, okay, I'm just going to give it a try. Maybe I'll like it. Maybe I won't. And I remember I was really sick, and I was like, I'm just going to binge watch it. Best binge watching experience I had in a long time. It's just fucking hilarious. And some of... Like favorite car- uh, favorite actors are on it. Uh, Chris Parnell is in it. Uh, Sarah uh, Chalk. Chalk, yep, from Scrubs, or uh, Roseanne, the second daughter, or second uh, second Becky, second Becky. Thank you. Um, Rich Fulcher, yes, uh, from the Mighty Boosh. Are you familiar with the Mighty Boosh? Uh, I I only saw it in passing. I was usually way too stoned anyway. when I was younger when it was on. So, anyway, so that's how I got it. Into Rick and Morty, so and then I remember telling you guys you had to really watch it because it was hilarious. It's really funny. Ashes, yeah, uh, I, I know your so, story. So, so yeah, so my story. Uh, Patsy kind of gave a brief synopsis of how we got into it. Um, yeah, I, I want to say it was maybe like last year. 
we yeah it was about a year ago or you know there was a lot of a lot of maybe earlier this year noise no it was definitely last year um there was a lot of noise around rick and morty um you know we collect those funko pop guys and they came out with a lot of rick and morty (laughs) stuff um we just started seeing rick and morty everywhere and you know, I'm I'm, I'm followers, so because all of the cool kids were doing it, I'm <laughs> yeah. like, hey, you know what? We should probably do it too. At least you're um, willing to no, admit it's that. just we no. Um, <laughs> we had a lot of friends who were into it. You know, friends who we um, trust their judgment as far as entertainment and stuff goes. So we figured, you know, we we'd give it a shot and. Like we mentioned, we've done this with other shows where I don't know if we really pay attention sometimes or, you know, if we're just kind of like in a mindset where... um, No, no, I get get it. You know, I don't know if sometimes you set out to just not like something or if you 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 have like... If you're not not in the right mood for it when you first sit down, it completely affects how you you absorb it. Right, or if you have like a, you know, I try not to go into things... Like with a preset, you know, like with a mindset. Yeah, you, you, um, you try not to make any preconceived notion. Yeah. 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 Um, so I, I don't know. I can't explain it. But um, anyways, Nicole said, you know, we should really do Rick and Morty. We should really give it another try. And we've been kind of talking about it for a while. Like, well, maybe we should rewatch it because we've done that. Like you said, you know, with Bob's Burgers, for instance, which I think everybody knows now at this point is one of my favorite shows. Yes. Um, I yeah, that's quote true. It we go verbatim when we're getting ready to watch TV in bed. She sits there. She goes, "Bob, Bob, 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 Bob." <laughs> I want to watch Bob, and yeah, I think I want to watch Bob. I want to watch Bob. I want to watch Bob. It's just turned into Bob, 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 she, that's, Bob, Bob. That's her whole door. She streamlined it. <laughs> Bob door got, got the point across. Bob door third wheel. Um, but anyway, so we decided that, you know, we were going to do Rick and Morty for the show because it was a great tie in from what we spoke about uh, last week. Doc and Marty. I almost said Doc and Morty. <laughs> Dick and Marty. Uh, Dick and Marty. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, giving it the proper time of day, we ended up binge watching the first season in one sitting. Mm-hmm. And the yeah. only reason we stopped watching it was because it was like four o'clock in the morning. And we're like, you know what? Bedtime is a thing, and we should Night probably well do it. Spent. Yeah, yeah, that was Saturday. We should we should sleep some time. We, yeah, it was like we need to go to bed because we need to get up at a decent time tomorrow, <laughs> so we get to bed at a decent time tomorrow because we have work on Monday. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So um, we are currently halfway through the second season. Yeah, like episode and, uh, five, episode I'm, I'm six. Hooked. I'm hooked. Episodes. We just watched uh, the Swifty episode. Ah, oh, so nice. have you? Oh wait, no, no. I'm sorry, I'm I'm thinking about the wrong season. Never mind. And it's just it's like to piggyback on what you said. Sometimes it does take a while to get into shows. And for me, like I know I've mentioned it a few times, but like I do like this four episode kind of thing. Like after the fourth episode, if I'm not into it, then I stop watching it because it's like you need to kind of build momentum of like what the storyline or what they're trying to do with uh you know and that's actually a really great rule and i think i've told you that before but i've actually started adopting that you know for four episodes because that gives you a really good um feel for the show overall where the story is going the characters and stuff and let me tell you by the um the episode of rick and morty 
where Rick injects, shrinks Morty, and then injects him into that Santa-looking motherfucker. The, ho- <laughs> the hobo? Yeah. I think that's episode three. With John Oliver? Um, yeah, yeah, John Oliver, and it's the Pirates of the Pancreas yeah. ride. Oh, my God, yes. The amusement park that's in this Santa Claus hobo. Like, I was I was hooked after that episode. Anatomy that, Park. Yes. yes. I thought that was just so great. So yeah, yeah, episode three of season one. Yeah, I was I was hooked. That guy, I'm I'm, I think I'm a lifer, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so Brandon, you seem like you've been you've been uh, on the Rick and Morty train woo woo for a long time. That was random. I wasn't. going to <laughs> uh, yes, I I jumped right on from day one. I remember seeing. I, I watch Adult Swim uh, fairly often, uh, particularly at that point in time. It was mostly repeats of other shows. Um, I actually saw a commercial for Rick and Morty during another Adult Swim original that I was watching um, called The Venture Brothers. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yep. Love that show. Um, and when I, when I saw the commercial pop up, I was just like, these, these guys kind of look like Doc Brown and... Marty McFly. Yeah, that was an impression I got. And then I saw the name of the show, Rick and Morty, and I was like, "All right, come on." And I thought, man, yeah, that could be good, but it might might end up being real bad. Let me check out the first episode. By the end of the first episode, Dunzo. I was like, "Yeah, I'm watching this for the rest <laughs> of my life." When he was, "You got to get him way up there, Morty, way up." Yeah. <laughs> I'm old, but you're still young and taut. <laughs> yeah. You gotta turn the boots on, Morty. It was just a, it was a, it was a leisurely breeze. I w- I was hooked. Yeah, that 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 part was freaking hilarious. Like you can't just stroll down. You gotta turn them on. Like what's <laughs> wrong with you? Uh, but yeah, yeah, that and uh, him coming back and flipping out over Morty in the in the garage when he's finally having a seizure and stuff from the the mega fruit. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I mean, I thought it was really good. But then the the episode that um, it, it's still my favorite episode is the um, something Ricket this way comes. It's the uh, episode with needful things in it, Mister Needful. Yes. It's oh my Al- God, that's so good. Yeah, Alfred Molina d- plays Mister Needful. Uh, I mean, I'm a I'm a I'm a big Stephen King fan as it is. Mm-hmm. I love Back to the Future. I love cartoons. I'm I'm just a giant 13 year old, really. And uh, when Rick opened up that Curse Purge Plus across the street from the devil, I I lost it. I actually I had to pause the episode and rewatch that whole sequence because I was I was dying. Which uh, my my wife did not appreciate because she actually likes to watch things straight through, and I, I will rewind things repeatedly. I, I have to do that occasionally because <laughs> I'll start laughing. Yeah, at I can't hear anything, but all the blood rushes to my ears. But yeah, from uh, from that first season, I, I was I was I was a, a huge fan, still am. Yeah, I, I you know, like I said, I told my story, but like I like it for a lot of different reasons. Like it's funny. Like there's. I think one of the things I like the best is when they go to these different places, like they see these different, you know, creatures and different ecosystems. And like, (laughs) I find that to be fascinating because I just, I do like, again, that's the science part of things for me, (laughs) but it's just, it's funny on so many levels, but then like you get to see the, the humanizing side of Rick from time to time. You know, like the uh, episode where he almost commits suicide. Oh, uh, that's after uh, u- that's uh, Unity. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. 
And um, yeah, he was pretty despondent in that one. That was that was a, a wee bit dark. And like, I just love like the random shit. Like when they're playing Roy, <laughs> <laughs> like that was that was some good stuff. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you definitely. He doesn't even. He's off the grid. He doesn't even have a social, social security, security number. <laughs> I know you guys haven't seen Peckle Rick, but you definitely oh. do see a lot of um, a, a softer kind of more humanized rick in that episode like towards the very end which i hope you guys enjoy and see because it's hilarious i uh i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's a softer rick yeah <laughs> i would i would say it's a rick that uh has uh, his, uh how do i say it because you guys haven't seen it i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything but basically yeah uh, that's i don't really think it's a softer rick it's a, it's a rick that's uh being told like hey this is your shit and you need to mm-hmm. deal with it and he does not respond well to yeah. it. I do. I do find it to be, you know, pretty quotable. Like, and to me, like that's a sign of a, of a good show if it's quotable. You know, like you're both pieces of shit, and I can prove it mathematically. <laughs> Hold on, let me get my whiteboard. Like, that's amazing. Well, like, I wouldn't. I mean, yes, quotable. But like, I recently was just at Boston Comic Con, and I think I told this to Ashes, but. I think I've seen more Rick and more um, Morty cosplayers than Harley Quinn and Wonder Woman this year. I even saw Pickle Rick this year, and I was like so excited. One of them was probably my cousin Derek, the brother <laughs> of Steve, who I mentioned is a huge fan of Huey Lewis and Back to the Future. I actually was remarking to Derek, I was at Boston Comic Con as well, I said, I'm surprised, I would have thought I would have seen more Pickle Ricks at this thing. I literally walked around the corner and there was a guy in a pickle suit with his face painted and like mm-hmm. a ping pong ball cut in half to like make the eyes. Yep. Screaming pickle yep. Rick at the top of his lungs. And then he turns around. And I was like, fuck, that's my cousin Derek. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I think part of that also is, you know, Wonder Woman came out in, you know, a couple months ago. Um, Suicide Squad was like last year. And this is a little fresher. Well, I mean, I mean that might be part of it. You not, know what I'm I'm, no, I do get what you're saying, but there was still a handful of you know new Harleys and mm. new Wonder Womans, even if they were not too Wonder long Women. ago. And then, uh, yeah, Wonder Woman. And then um, Rick and Morty's been here, been around since 2013. So you know, it's just. Well, no, I'm just you know when you said the pickle Rick thing, like that's Well, that's I've only newer. seen a few pickle Ricks, but then it's like more Rick and Morty cosplays over the years. Like it's more, I don't know. It just there was a lot more than I truly expected. But then I was like, well, you know, it is such a huge influence right now. And it's fairly easy to to cosplay that. Like you need a yellow shirt and blue pants to be Morty, and then you know a lab coat for Rick. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've seen uh, Pickle Rick, but uh, Brandon, you posted a picture of uh, Rickle's pick. The other yeah, time. I actually, I made that. I, I yeah. made that. I, I was I was quite proud. Uh, I don't know if you guys know what he's talking about at all. It was something uh, on Facebook. It was a, a meme he made of... I took I took a guitar pick, and mm-hmm. I, I wrote... Uh, do you know who Don Rickles was? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, just, I wrote Don Rickles on it, and it's the modern meme layout, so at the top in the white space, it just goes, Rickles pick! <laughs> yeah. 
I thought it was funny. I appreciate. I know you did, <laughs> and I, I honestly thought you were going to be the very first person to, to like click like on it. And I think you were. I may have been because I, I was you like, were. "That's amazing." <laughs> what? I have things I would like to say. Well, oh, say them. Please say them by all means. Okay. Well, first of all, going back to the whole cosplay thing, I just think that people find these characters not only entertaining, but the fact that they're weirdos. <laughs> kind of relatable yeah you know um uh, a way to uh rick and morty are very polar opposite at times and very kind of like exacerbated um personalities you know like rick is not only he's not just spontaneous he is very spontaneous you know and he's very confident right i think and i think unpredictable would 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 be a good, good word right whereas um morty on the other hand is very uh like riddled with anxiety uh very riddled with anxiety mm-hmm. and very uh cautious and um hesitant about a lot of things and so i think a lot of people can see like i have anxiety I see, you know, some of myself in Morty. Like, I'd like to think that I'm a Rick, but I know that I'm a Morty, mm-hmm. you know? So it's, even though, like, these these characters take these personality traits to the extreme, and, you know, the average person isn't tramping through different dimensions on a daily basis, but I think people can kind of relate to some of these traits. And maybe, you know, relating, dressing up as Rick, you know, is is allowing somebody to you know, be a little bit more confident, you know, and, you know, maybe somebody dressing up as Morty is, you know, allowing them to, I don't know. Express their vulnerability. Right. You know what? You, do you get what I'm trying to say? No, no I, mean, I totally yeah, yeah, agree. Yeah. I totally agree what you're and saying. And to come into kind of like. And they're, they're opposite ends of the spectrum. Right. But and, and to kind of get more into the character discussion, which is what this show is about, Patrick. <laughs> um. The characters, because they're polar opposites, they actually do complement each other very well. And you find that there are several occasions where Rick is influencing Morty, like um, the Get Swifty episode, uh, where Rick is attempting to make music to save the planet, and Morty is on a helicopter with the president, and he has you know every every opportunity to just continue on his path and escape and be safe, hypothetically speaking. Mm-hmm. But he realizes that he can't leave Rick there, mm-hmm. and they're a team, and they're going to do it together. And ultimately, you know, they they save the planet. You know, show me what you got. Um. <laughs> And and at the same time, there are plenty of instances where um, Rick could have left Morty in the peril that he left him in, like the episode where he injected Morty into the Santa Claus-looking hobo, <laughs> and he had X amount of time to accomplish a certain task, and uh, he didn't, and he um, the uh, body that he was injected into died. The guy died. And so they had to get him out ASAP. And the best way to save it, well, no, and uh, um, he told, <laughs> this is where uh, the, the pancreas, Pirates of the Pancreas mm-hmm. ride comes into play because he's like, oh, well, it's the best ride. If you're going to die, Morty, you at least need to go on that at you least well once. Check that out, yeah. Right. Um, but he realizes that he can't let his, his grandson die. Um, so he, instead of 
trying to find a way to keep Morty small, he makes the corpse of this bloated hobo Santa looking guy ginormous and it goes all over like his his corpse like spans the United States and yeah, eventually he, he gets blown up and that's how they get rid of him but you know Rick does save Morty where he could have just left him there and writing on the Pirates of the Pancreas ride <laughs> for the rest of his life um, so you see a little bit of back and forth uh, between the two characters and I think that's very nice but at the same time like Rick is always the instigator you know Rick is the one pulling Morty out of school and then, like, the principal uh, calls the house. Principal and vagina. No relation. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, you know, the principal calls the house. And, of course, Rick doesn't have a normal job. So he's the one who's home. So he's the one who answers the phone calls. And it's this perpetual cycle of dragging Morty onto these really crazy adventures. See, I think what he's trying to do is, like, his. It, this is his own brand of, like, tough love for Marty. Uh, Morty. Um, <laughs> I know. This is his own brand of tough love. He's like, you know, he sees that Morty, and he tells him like over and over, he's like, you're scared, you're nervous, you're, you know, you're riddled with anxiety, you're, you know, like you need to do this and act like that. And he's trying to get him by putting him in positions where, yeah, maybe he's in peril, but we do see that, you know, Rick will do pretty much whatever he needs to do in order, like. There was that, like, series of flashbacks where, like, all this bad stuff is happening to Morty and, like, Rick walks in and, like, they were, like, there were these aliens injecting him with something. Like, Rick walks in and just, like, grabs all the hypodermic needles and walks away and leaves Morty there. But at the same time, that episode we were talking about earlier where, like, time keeps getting fractured. Yeah. Uh, he puts the collar. Uh, they have to put, like, these specific collars on in order to, like, merge time back together. And Morty's isn't working right. So Rick puts his on him after Morty falls through a, a hole in the floor. Rick dives through, puts his collar on him, fixes him. Because he's like, oh, I dropped my collar. He's like, all right, well, I'll give you mine. You know, you need to survive and live on and everything. And Rick's like, I'm okay with this. You know, I'm going to be all right. I'm gonna, and then he just, like, happens, like, out of the corner of his eye, see the other collar. He's like, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay with this. I'm not ready to die. <laughs> and then he gets he gets to the thing, fixes it, puts it on, and everything's happening. He's like, yeah, fuck you, God. Yeah. You know, because like, it shows like the... Rick is very like bipolar. Like, one moment he's like, Oh man, you know. Oh, you know, he's praying to whatever. I mean, he's deity. bipolar. He's ADHD. He's well, manic. He's, like, he's he's one moment like praying to whatever deity like will listen, and then as soon as he like achieves whatever goal, he's like, "Yeah, fuck you! I did it all myself. Like I didn't need anybody." That's yeah. That's that's pretty accurate. I, I think I think that's a great way to show his. Uh, his extreme intelligence and uh, also extreme egotism. Yeah. Like, he's smart enough to know that this is probably something... Not, I'm not saying a deity or anything, mm-hmm. per se. I'm just saying there may be something outside of himself is going to be the thing that helps him. But no matter what, when he does end up getting the assistance, it's like, nah, fuck you, it was me. Yeah, I'm the smartest man in every conceivable universe. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's seen enough, enough shit to know that, like, you know, there's... You know, there's there's a lot of uh, 
like when, when they're trying to get the um, what is it when they're I don't know they're playing <laughs> the uh, they go to the they go to the village and it's like the the jelly bean king there oh yeah yeah, yeah yeah and he's playing the game he's like oh I got all these uh, whatever the hell the the fucking uh, <laughs> currency was yeah to piggyback on what Ash just said about like how these characters are relatable for me. Granted, my grandfather was never, like, completely crazy like Rick is for Morty, but, like, the adventures that they go on together, like, reminds me of my adventures with my grandfather, who was very much, like, he was a little crazy, not, like, like, scientist or anything like that, but just, like, you know, a tough love individual, someone who's, you know, trying to look out for the best of you, trying to, you know kind of prepare you for life like that's what i'm trying to say and i don't know if that really makes sense or not but like you can see like a lot of the relationships with the with the characters like um one of the episodes where morty becomes a dad by accident oh jesus where you know you know he is trying to discipline his like son and then you see he says something to his son and then he realizes oh my god like i'm turning into my parents like you know you like there's a lot of like relationships that is very relatable to your like own for me from for me it's like some of the stuff that's like happening with their family not like the same situations but like the interactions are very similar which kind of brings that kind of you can relate to these characters not like in the craziest ways but like those subtle hints of like well, family dynamics. Even even in the uh, the episode that I said is is my favorite, something Rick at this way comes. The the whole basis of that episode, not that it's not that it's uh, Morty, mm-hmm. but the whole basis of Rick fucking with the devil is because he doesn't like the fact that he, his granddaughters not want to spend time with him. Yeah. yeah, even though she does, he thinks she doesn't. Yeah, and that's what it all boils down to. I mean, even at the end of the episode, like, so uh, like I guess we learn some kind of stupid lesson or something, right? Yeah. You know, and then, of course, they get jacked on steroids and kick the shit out of everybody they, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. an asshole in, in yeah. the country. Which was awesome. Yes. Uh, I, I have had uh, ex-gong give it to you stuck in my head since that day. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, they, they sometimes they use a little bit of a subtle touch, which is nice because it, it leaves you to, to view everything and it, it makes it worth it to, to rewatch some stuff. Yeah. Yep. And then there's the really in your face, like, you know, Summer and, and Rick saying, like, oh, well, I guess I wanted to spend time with you. Oh, maybe I should have said something. That. You know, mm-hmm. but still mocking one another while they do it. It's still, it, you know, very much the core of each character. Yeah. And slowly but surely, over over the course of the series thus far, I mean, we're in we're almost at the end of the third season. Um, they have they have been doing a very steady job of of developing these characters, and, and they're becoming more three dimensional. They they they're not just um, especially with in regards to his extended family, like. Summer and, yeah. and Jerry and, and and their mom and Beth, yeah. Beth, um, that you get to see kind of what what makes them tick, uh, especially in the episode Pickle Rick. Um, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not. You, did you see that episode? No, no, no we haven't no. seen it That's yet. That's the next one, or 
No, we're well, oh, you're in, you're in season, you're yeah. season. That's right. I'm sorry, um, but there's there's some stuff in there, and uh, that it seems like season three is where you really start to understand these characters more instead of there's just a, their adventures. Because there's a lot of changes in their their actual life at home. Yeah, their as family dynamic. To, yeah, as opposed to uh, Rick just pulling Morty into some crazy adventure. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's it's been very interesting. Uh, there's still the funny, crazy science fiction stuff mm-hmm. uh, but they seem to really be gearing towards uh, some some big things happening for each one of the characters as well which which is which is really nice yeah, yeah you like to you like to see you know growth happen you know but like you're saying you know um, like one of the biggest things with the the family dynamic is the episode where they're watching TV and Beth and Jerry keep watching the the shows where like it's their lives if they never had kids yep mm-hmm. and like you know, you see how that comes full circle towards the end, and it's it's pretty awesome. Yeah, uh, they there's uh, there's some some really good stuff. They've they've definitely started to involve uh, summer more. Yes, I which I really enjoy. Um, and they they are actually dealing with some familial stuff. I I'm not going to say what exactly, but they're dealing with some familial stuff uh, that goes through uh, season two, what you guys are watching now, into season three. Um, and that is something I can actually see a lot of people being able to relate to uh, in a real life Oh my god, are, there, are the parents getting divorced? What? No. <laughs> yes, that's, that's what's happening, isn't it? Aw. Just watch that the show. That makes me sad. Watch, just watch the just show. Just watch the show. Watch the show. Because that's not what I was getting out of what you were saying at all. No, you should you should really watch the show. And I and I'll say this: um, keep an ear out for Susan Sarandon in season. Oh three. my god, I know. Really? Yes. 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 I remember watching that episode, and I was like, her voice. Oh, the second yeah. I heard it, the second I heard, it, I was like, that's Susan Sarandon. And Darrow's like, are you? Oh yeah, no. We is. try to like guess because it's like a lot of these shows like tend to recycle. Um, he likes to voices. play guest the voice actor. Oh, yeah, no, oh, Maurice also, LaMarge, like, Tress McNeil. Also, yeah. in that episode, too, the actor who's playing the tick, Peter... Um, Sarah Sanowitz. Yeah, he's also in that episode, too, with yes, Susan the pickle, Sarandon. the Pickle Rick episode. Dar- Darth Maul. Yes, Darth Maul. You know, he sits there, he's like, oh, he's like, that, that's, that's so-and-so, that's so like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah that's... Yeah, good job, they, they act so for a living. So. I remember watching... Uh, Rick and Morty, and when (laughs) Jerry comes up, I'm like, "Oh my God, it's Cyril from Archer." Chris Parnell, yeah, Yeah. (laughs) who also played uh, Bob's friend that gave him the hundred thousand dollars. No kidding, man. So yeah, Rick and Morty. (laughs) (laughs) You look like you have something to say. Do you? No, I'm just looking for you to get the conversation back on track there, buddy. Listen, have you listened to this show before? No, not in a (laughs) while. So I know we know your favorite episode, Brandon. Mm. What are your favorite episode, Ashes and Patrick? Listen, I was not Thus prepared far. for this question, so uh, I'm going uh, well, to have a talk for a few minutes while <laughs> I complain. Yeah. You're fucking jacked. So we're going to give you an explanation as to why he is called Patsy the Angry Nerd. Mm, why is um, that? His name is Patsy. Mm-hmm. And he's, an he's angry, nerd. angry. And he's, and he's a nerd. 
Yeah. And he likes to talk a lot. Yeah, yep. that's true. I do talk a lot. So it sh- should it be like the, the talkative angry nerd? Well, it, it actually came Loquacious. up. Loquacious? Uh, when I was uh, a frequent guest on the now defunct uh, Elm Street Kids mm. program uh, featuring Dynamo Myers and Stephanie Wiley. And uh, I would frequently complain about like science stuff in the <laughs> movies that's like okay the movie I, that's all about you suspending disbelief it's like i get that this is you know that this is what this is but like come on and i would be told frequently to stop going all angry nerd and that's fair okay yeah, that's pretty so. that's pretty straightforward i get it now do you have an answer uh i would say the answer so far is probably the one with the uh the uh the jelly bean king there that tries to assault Morty in the bathroom and then Rick finds out about it. Yes. Although I did also really enjoy uh the Jermaine Clement mm, one yeah. where he's uh, the where fart. he's fart. Because we're sitting there and we're like we're trying to sometimes you can't quite remember <laughs> who an actor is and she's like Oh my god, that's that's and I'm just like shiny because he sang the song in Moana. <laughs> that's all I could think of. It's like, yes, Jermaine Clement. Yes, he was a the crab man. See, I I, I I straight up knew him from Flight of the Concord. I never watched that show. Um, I I was not a fan of the show. Uh, I saw the remember when HBO used to do a one night stand. That was that was when they used to do like half hour stand up sets, maybe once a week. I. Flight Vaguely, of the, yeah. HBO Flight of the Concords had decades. one years ago, and it's just the two of them on stage with their acoustic guitars playing a few of their songs, and they were friggin' hysterical. Really? And when that show came on, I was like, yes! And then I watched the show, and I was like, no, no, not good. At least it, it, as far as I was concerned. Yeah, I mean, you don't have to like But if it. you can track down that half-hour special, I, yeah. I highly recommend it. No, oh, I'll have to YouTube that shit. So who's, who's your favorite episode? Oh, are you talking to me? Yes, I pointed right at you. Well, you kind of pointed <laughs> at the cups, so sitting right in front you of us. You are like, like not good at pointing. Cups. So, okay, so, so, Jeanette Crystal Cut Cups, what's your favorite Rick and Morty episode? No, no, hold on. She is bad at knowing where I'm pointing. We are driving home from the Cape, and there's a deer on the side of the road just grazing, and I pointed. I said, look, and she looked straight up through the windshield. <laughs> What? No. Look over there. I'm like pointing. My hand is okay. in front of her face in pointing my defense, out the window. In my defense, like two seconds, not even two seconds prior, it's maybe like a two split seconds. second prior. He I was saw talking a UFO. about a, a UFO over, like he thought he saw a UFO. He thought he saw sharks. Like that was my vacation, ladies and gentlemen. Listen. Fucking sharks and UFOs. First God, of all, the sharks turned out to be dolphins. Sounds like a Steven I Spielberg saw, marathon. I <laughs> saw a dorsal fin, and she didn't believe me for like 20 minutes until she saw him herself. You know, I saw of, a dorsal fin. Instead of boats and hoes, it was sharks and UFOs. Like <laughs> ah, That was good. That yeah, was good. That was good. That was good. So, anyways, he was pointing at where he saw this fucking shiny whatever fake shiny. UFO. He thought he saw <laughs> something. 
And then he points over again, and apparently he was pointing at a deer. I thought he was still trying to point at the shiny thing. I literally pointed sky. out her passenger so, side window. <laughs> no, you didn't. Yes, I did. No, you didn't. Uh, well, anyways, yeah, Ash, anyways, no one here can corroborate anything. <laughs> Ash, what is, has been your favorite episode of Frickin' Morty? Um, so so far, um, I've really enjoyed, like I said, the Anatomy Park episode. Mm-hmm. I thought that was just brilliant. Um, you know, injecting somebody. I mean, I know it's been done before. I know Futurama did it and stuff. You know, shrinking somebody so small that it can be injected into a human being and also have them the go around. Fantastic Voyage. Mm-hmm. Um, 1966? I think so. I also really enjoyed the uh, Get Swifty mm-hmm. episode. I just thought that was really fun. Show me what you got. Um, and I can't think of the name, but the episode where they are quarantined in their house and all of their like and, and actually that's the episode with Mr. Poopy Mr. Butthole. Poopy Butthole. <laughs> um nice. I thought that was great, the episode that they're quarantined in their house and all of a sudden all of these creatures that they've imagined at one point. The parasites. Yeah, yeah. are the the parasites take forms of things that they've remembered from their childhoods and whatnot. So the parasites make them remember stuff. Right. And but that's then they how have they that's, that's how they generate Yeah. That's yeah. how they, yeah, because they're like they make you think of something and it's like, wait a minute, where's Frankenstein? And <laughs> I really like Mr. Meeseeks. I'm Mr. Meeseeks. Look, Look at me. me. And it's like, oh you have to help me take two two strokes off my golf game and then it's just like He's like, well, I'm going out to dinner with my wife. He's <laughs> creating Meeseeks to kill the other Meeseeks because... But they can't die. They can only die once their task is complete. So it's like, it's so brutal. They're like ripping arms and legs and shit off. <laughs> Existence is pain. I, I like at the very end when they finally get him to, to make the shot and the last one just pulls out the gun. Like, You're short game! <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, he's got the, the, the knife yep. to the woman's throat and then she's like, I have no idea what's going on! <laughs> and I love, too, about the show and the characters is that it's not a secret. Like, you know what I mean? It's not they, they go on these adventures and they have to keep it a secret. Like, everything's out in the open. Mm-hmm. Everyone sees things. Everyone knows what's going on. Apparently, like interdimensional intergalactal uh, travel is just something that happens apparently and like I just thought that's so cool like everyone's it's just, just very kinda... like commonplace well, yeah it's like, it's like everyone's the, just in on the joke you in know? the Swifty episode when all the heads show up and everything like, golf is easy oh, golf is hard yeah, <laughs> and like all this shit, and they create a church, and they're like sacrificing people by tying balloons to them and sending them up to the heads. Total Recall is the name of the episode. Nice. Where they have the multiplying through flashbacks. Okay. Yes, that's the one with Mister Poopy Butthole. <laughs> I'm sorry, you don't have any bad Ooh, memories of wee. me. <laughs> but yes, um, yeah. <laughs> sorry about that, Sleepy Gary. Oh man. <laughs> Jerry just being totally heartbroken by the end of that episode. I miss Sleepy Gary. Yeah. Me too. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, you guys, I mean, you guys are like midway through uh, season two. You are in for a real treat. Yes, you guys are. You guys. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. I, uh, 
it's almost over right now and yeah. uh i know people are already uh freaking out because they had to wait like a year and a half or whatever for yeah. for this oh, really? season to start yeah. we're doing the same thing with game of thrones we gotta wait forever here and a- <laughs> i'm laughing at all of you nerds who are so upset about that you remember how earlier I mentioned that I saw the first advertisement for Rick and Morty during the Venture Brothers? Yeah. I've been watching the Venture Brothers since 2003. Yeah, it's, it's been a it while. It just finished season six. Wow. Yeah, 14 I love, years. I love the Venture Brothers. Yeah, 14 years, and I hear people complain about Rick and Morty or Game of Thrones. I'm like, <laughs> you have no idea what pain is. <laughs> Nothing. It's a like, year and a half. Like a dream of a year and a half. It'd be amazing. All right, so I think that's that's going to do it for Rick and Morty, and uh, I think what we'll do is we'll we'll take a quick break, we'll come back, uh, we'll do our our battles, we'll do. Do we have uh, any Agent Nicole files? Still on hiatus. Well, that's hiatus. It's that, still on it's like break. A, it's like a really high sitting ass. Uh, it's like like between your shoulder blades. Because um, hmm. uh, I actually have something I could throw in there. Go ahead tonight. Uh, Ashes, you have a a vineyard. I'm I'm sure you have a vineyard section to do. I have a vineyard throwing flowing through me right now. Yeah. Right? <laughs> hmm. And I definitely have a science fact. So uh, Brandon, if you want to stick around for uh, the end of the show, we'll also do our our battle setup as yeah. well. So I would love to. Thank you. Excellent. So uh, let's go ahead and take a break. When we come back, we'll uh, wrap up the show. Trick or Treat Radio is a phantasmagorical spin kick straight through the heart of pop culture, navigated by the Deadites. We are the world's greatest electroshock band, we destroy monsters, we drink booze, and we win championship belts. If you're not listening to Trick or Treat Radio, here's a taste of what you've been missing. There's three guarantees in life. What are they? Death, taxes, and Trick or Treat Radio every Friday morning. This is one of the most convoluted movies I've ever seen in my life. I'm fucking trying, man. Hi, hi, hi. Oh, yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Oh, yeah. It's like you took a shit on a pile of shit. But you shit on him right. for liking what he likes. Yeah, well, it's my job. This podcast is now banned in Germany. It's me, Giovanni Lombardo Radici. Shut up. I call bullshit. I demand someone to bring me the face of Lindsay Okay. If I had genitals, I would definitely bang her. Oh, wait. Is she a great big fan person? You just hit the jackpot. This is a weird movie, huh? It had action. It had suspense. It had great characters. It had great acting. I'm going to strangle you with my jockey shorts. I don't like mobster movies. All right, well, here's my take. You're a sick fuck. Thank you. Now shut the fuck up and let me talk. Have you ever seen 2001? The okay. box, right? The box and the monkey. Available on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and TrickOrTreatRadio.com. Arrivederci. Deuce bad hags. Hi, my name is Kurando Mitsutake, director of Gun Woman and Karate Kill, and you're listening to Throwdown Thursday podcast. Fueled by tacos, beer, and Bloody Marys, the only show featuring Baby Jesus with a nail gun, the pride of PA, and the show with the eye of the tiger, ladies and gentlemen, Punch Farm. Hey, this is Mark from Punch Farm. I'm here with Mark Dose. Hello. I'm here with Alicia. Hello. I'm here with Nikki. Hey. Join us every Monday as we talk about life, tacos, beer, and movies. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, and PunchFarm.com. Keep on crunching! <laughs> And we've returned. Hi, everybody. 
We're back. So, I'm trying to remember. It's been a couple weeks since we've done this. How do we... How do, do you want to do the uh, battle setup first? Do you want to do the uh, assorted final things that we do? I, I think we do the battle first. Yeah. So let's do the battle Let setup. Let the professionals okay. deal with it. Oh. oh, you're getting paid? By who? Oh, Wait, snap. Let me check my notes because guess what? I got those, unlike somebody else. Well, he has a notebook. I have notes. It's like halfway there. Ashes, you I ready? Can see, I can clearly see three things written down over in his yeah. book. Yeah. And there's more stuff over here for a different episode. But two of them doing. are buy horrible sodas from Cumberland Farms. So. Yes. <laughs> and I only bought one horrible soda. The other one was pretty good. Well, so you still have something to check off on the list. Yes. Oh. All well, right. Life is indeed worth living still. <laughs> we got to run the cumbies on the way home. It's the small things, yeah, you know. No. Three, two, one. Sure, three, two, okay, three, 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 two, one. It's a motherfucking throwdown. <laughs> they tried so many yeah. episodes to get that in unison. <laughs> that, uh, I started laughing and I just—I had to laugh was, with it her. Was, it was so close. And then if you the know, we have Nicole will start laughing. Oh, I she has no. You control. smirk and I don't laugh. Yeah, that's because you're a fucking creep. Anyways, Ashes, what is for our battle for this week? So uh, we're going to keep it simple this week, folks. We're going to tie in our episode last week in with our episode this week. And uh, it is a time travel interdimensional battle. <laughs> I couldn't think of any like hmm. intriguing it's a, it's a, intergalactic It's a temporal toss-up. Okay, there you go. There you go. Then why are you saying this? Because I don't have notes. Oh, my God. <laughs> Burn. Okay, so anyways, it's Doc... Doc Martin. <laughs> quack, quack. <laughs> it's Doc Martin versus Chuck Taylor. <laughs> Soul battle. It's Doc and Morty. No, no. Rick? Rick? <laughs> Doc and Rick versus Morty and Marty. (laughs) (laughs) Do you want me to do it? Morty. Morty. It is Doc and Marty versus Rick and Morty. Marty, why did you say that name? (laughs) (laughs) Hate you all. I'm going to bed. This is the professional who has notes, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Just so pointing tired. that out. I, I can see it in her notes. Giggle I'm uncontrollably. So it's right there. Yeah, she literally wrote Mork and Mindy. I mean, <laughs> Doc and Morty. Orkin and Black and Decker? What? <laughs> Smith and Wesson? That doesn't sound right. Cold 45? Ugh. So, so, yeah. <laughs> it'll be... Uh, where should where should we where should we place this battle? We haven't been doing that. We haven't been like coming up with an arena. What would oh. be a good arena for these guys? That would be neutral ground. Uh, the X Men Danger Earth. Room. X Men Danger Room. Mm. Because you know, it's the Danger Room will kind of like even the playing field. Because I mean, while Marty McFly isn't exactly like you know a powerhouse. You know, a 16-year-old can definitely beat the hell out of, like, a 12-year-old in most cases. Physically, he's more imposing than Morty, and that's saying something. Um, yeah, I mean, I kind of... I mean, Michael J. Fox tops out at, like, five, four and a half. 
Yeah, uh, but I mean, he's like the same Morty. size as Morty. I think. No. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like Morty's like five three. Yeah. Yeah, but that would make Rick like six six. No, five three. Rick would be like six one. No. I have to. I'd have to see them stand side by side again. Wear your glasses next time. I will. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so the Danger Room, the X Men, the X Men Danger Room. It's a place neither one of them is familiar with. Nobody's going to have because if you put them in a dimension that like they know, like you know, Rick's been to so many different places, Mm. like he's going to have an advantage, you know, because he knows all these different cultures. I know who I would give this match to. Well, you can vote when it comes. Oh, up. don't worry, I'm not going to say it right now. So, what what are the stipulations of this? Like, what type Uh, of knockout battle to knockout? Like, this is a physical confrontation. So, just knockout. Yeah, you have to knock out both members of the team. I feel like that is not Rick's style. <laughs> it is not, it's not anybody's style. But they're going to use, you know, they can use different trickery. They have access to all their for. gadgets. Yeah, not to mention the danger room. Except Rick cannot use his portal gun to oh escape God, the room. Too many so it's a scientific slugfest? Yeah. All right, so so no portal gun. Theoretical throwdown. No portal gun, no DeLorean. Right. I still know who's going to want that. I, I have strong so they have too. to. No. So they have to stay confined in that room. Yeah, but the danger room can do anything. It, yeah, it... it so, yeah, I mean, it can it can throw anything at you. Can look like anything. So, there, I mean, there's a lot. And going like on you are literally, it's gonna be a simple battle. Real well, you know, the battles tend to be like we like with last week's. Like we had a real stipulation. Like if it's not just like a straight up fist fight, like we've done this in the past. Like the Belcher kids versus the Simpsons kids in a prank war. Mm. You know, it's not just a straight up physical confrontation. In this case. It can be, but you're also, like, these guys aren't going to fight each other. They're going to use their minds and probably sacrifice their sidekicks in a variety of different ways. At least one of them would. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. All right. So, Rick Sanchez and Morty Smith versus Dr. Emmett Brown and Martin McFly. Yes. In the danger room. In the the X-Mansion. X-Men. X-Mansion danger room. Yep. Okay. Yeah, throwing throwing a little bit of a wrinkle into it. No DeLorean, no portal gun. Correct. Cool, cool, cool. You have to win by knockout. Or let's not say knockout. Let's say incapacitation. Okay. That's that actually that, that that's lends, a, I think that's a little better. Yeah, that that lends for more creativity, I think, too. Yeah, like you could trap him in a net or something like he's he's incapacitated and mobilized. Yes, yes. Because okay. these guys aren't going to... F- you don't want to hurt each other. Well, once again, I... Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. Depending on who you ask. Rick might. Yeah. But the like, rest I feel of these like guys- you say to Rick Sanchez, like, oh, just in capacity, like, I'm going to make him a fucking stain on the wall. Shoot him with his snake watch. Yeah. <laughs> snake holster on the leg. <laughs> so that'll be our battle for this week. That'll be up uh, Thursday morning, depending on when either Nicole or I remembers to do it. I will do it. And uh, <laughs> so much enthusiasm. So, with that being said, I think we're going to go ahead, and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to hijack the Agent Nicole file. Why don't you just do it on the same science facts? 
You don't have to hijack anything. Well, it's not a science. All right, I'll I'll do it at the end of my science fact. So, Wolfie, my music, please. From the blackness of space, timeless from the void, you terrified to learn of Patsy's science facts. <laughs> So today on uh, Patsy Science Fact, we are going to learn about the Frigoli Delusion. Uh, the Frigoli Delusion is a uh, classified as a monothematic delusion as well as a delusional misidentification syndrome. Uh, what happens is a person who is affected by this, usually uh, related to brain lesions, um, a person believes that multiple people are actually the same person in disguise, and that person is after them. So there's a uh, there are feelings of persecution and uh, paranoia uh, associated with this. So it's like you might see someone, not that they think like you know, like say if I had it, I would think that everyone in this room is the same person. But you know, if I'm walking down the street, somebody says hi to me, and then you know. An hour later, I'm driving in my car, and I see another person, and they kind of look at me. It's like, those must be the exact same person, and they're following me. Jesus. So, it's it's a monothematic, meaning, like, this is, like, the one thing. Like, there's no extra delusion that goes along with this. Um, mm. A lot of times, and this kind of ties into the Rick and Morty thing, especially with the uh, the Parasite episode, where they will develop false memories, where it's like... Well, no, because I remember seeing this person here, and I remember seeing them here, and like then they did this, and it's like, well, no, none of those things actually happened. You're just, you have brain damage, and like it's affecting you specifically in this way. But then they don't believe you because they're already paranoid, right? And it's like, well, how do I know you're not that yeah, person? Yeah, like there were similar uh, delusions where you know uh, it's almost like um, face blindness where. People, you know, don't recognize themselves in a mirror. They don't recognize their family because they just they lack the ability to remember faces. And yeah. they like they'll remember what you were wearing. They'll remember, you know, what kind of car you drive and, and your voice. But like they just can't recognize your face. <laughs> um, so as far as um, I'd love to see that conversation with the doctor and it's like, calm down. You're just being paranoid. No, I'm not. Who fucking told you that? <laughs> How do I know you're not in on it? What's in that? What's like, in that hypodermic like needle? Every day for them is just like the man from Uncle. Yeah, <laughs> just it's just, always waiting for the Cold War spy to take them out. And it's, I mean, it's there's nothing you can really do about it. Man. Like I don't even know if you can manage this with medication, but like I guess if you, you know, through therapy and stuff, like it can be managed, but never really cured. Jeez. Um, as far as you know kind of hijacking Agent Nicole's thing today, even though it's not really <laughs> hijacking her thing. Uh, as some of you might be aware, I just started uh, doing reviews for Shoot the Breeze comics. Um, and those can be found at shootthebreezecomics.com. Uh, I've been doing the uh, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers comic. Nice. Yeah, there's a. I, I do. I do post these, so if you get a chance to check them out, they're very short. They're, you know, you just basically give a quick synopsis of what's in the uh, what's in the comic, what you learn, 
what you need to know in order to go. And Ashley is laughing at me. I'm sorry you said that they were very short. And in my head, I'm like, that's what she said. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, whatever. I was trying to be nice, but apparently I can't stop laughing now. I'm I apologize. No need to apologize. I can dig it. So, uh, so yeah, I've been doing that. I'm hopefully going to be getting into the spectacular Spider-Man as well. Um, I need to actually pick which is different books. from the amazing Spider-Man. Yes, there's multi. There's a spectacular, there's sensational. A, there's there's more syllables and letters. Soon it'll be fabulous <laughs> Spider-Man. There's the extraordinary. There's the uh, talented Mister Spider-Man. <laughs> there's uh, Spider-Man. Uh, uh, raspberry, <laughs> Spider Man Light, uh, Duff Extra Cold. D- oh, okay. <laughs> Diet Spider Man. Diet Spider Man. Spider Man Black Label. Spider Man Zero. Yeah. <laughs> Caffeine free. They have that. Free Spider-Man. Yeah. Yep. Um, actually, you know, it, that reminds me when you said Spider Man Light. Um, oh my God. So we're we're Teen driving. Wolf? Oh, I'm we were driving at the Cape. And she wanted to go to the lighthouse beach, and I was like, "Oh, Nosset Nosset Light. Do you know why it's called Nosset oh. Light Beach?" And she said, "Because of the lighthouse." I said, "No, because it has fewer, fewer calories. calories. <laughs> That's why you don't gain weight from eating the sand which is there." <laughs> to which she responded, "How are you still married?" <laughs> That's her new thing. Isn't that isn't that a question that only you can answer, Ash? Yeah, I know. Don't remind me. <laughs> but I buy her wine, so so yeah, I think that's I your answer. <laughs> yeah. Uh, those 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 were unbelievable. Yeah. Insert, insert liquid receive love. It's been working. Usually, for it's the other way around. <laughs> uh, that's disgusting. <laughs> I hate you so much. <laughs> Uh, oh, insert love received liquid. Uh, so <laughs> oh, like stop. <laughs> that sounds like a grunge band's album from like the nineties. <laughs> and the cover is just like a goat uterus. <laughs> Are you serious? Just stop. Wow, that was I, bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, you, uh, Nicole's all sheepish over there. <laughs> Really got a goat. Oh, that's true. <laughs> okay, we <laughs> they both look like they want to murder us. <laughs> I told you this is what was going to happen. I should have left in the beginning of the episode. Oh, oh Jesus! Oh. Are you done? Listen, I was barn this way. <laughs> that was good. That was good. SOS listeners, SOS happy. Do you know Ash SOS <coughs> doesn't actually stand for anything? Oh, my fucking God. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> I need I wine I right now. It doesn't, it doesn't actually stand for anything. It's just really easy to tap out on Morse code. Yeah. I thought it, like... It's like dot, 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 dash, 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 dot, dot, dot. dot, dot. Yeah. Huh. Anyways, just, I feel like I need to get drunk. And so I think this would be a perfect segue to some wine. Don't you all agree? Ha, 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 ha,
As some of you know, Mr. Angry Nerd and yours truly, we were on vacation last week, and I swear to God, I think I still have like a lot of wine in my system, like so much wine, I think I'm flammable. Um, so... <laughs> Are you the reason I, why I the machine yeah, blew maybe up? I'm, yeah, maybe I'm the reason why the machines got on fire. Um, anyways, so one of my favorite things to do while down on Cape Cod is visit a vineyard called uh, Truro Vineyards in Truro on the Cape. Um, I know I've mentioned this vineyard before because they actually uh, make a couple of my favorite wines. And every year that we go, we like to do something called a wine tasting. Because why have one glass of wine when you can have six? To quote the great Randy Marsh, it's called a tasting and it's classy. <laughs> um, so that's what we did. And it's great. If you've never been to a wine tasting, I'm going to kind of give you a little uh, a little synopsis of what happens. Typically, you get handed this glass and it's in a very nice glass. It usually has the name of the vineyard that you are currently uh, at um, tasting their wines, uh, their logo or what have you on the glass. And you get to keep that glass. That is yours. A little silver souvenir glass. Like, yay, wine glass. Because you can never have enough of those. And what they'll do is they'll have a sample of X amount of wines on hand that you can uh, sample for the day. Sometimes you get a chance to sample all of them. Sometimes they let you choose uh, so many out of their sample amounts. And if you are with a friend... Usually, you know, if if you take a sip and your friend takes a sip, you know, you can try all of the wines that they have available for the day. So that's pretty cool. So anyways, uh, wine tasting is a very, very, very good chance, uh, especially if you are trying a new vineyard or if you are on vacation and just looking to sample a place. Um, A very good uh, way to just kind of see what you like, taste a little... Taste a little something on your palate um, and figure out, you know, uh, what you like, what you don't like. And you're not committing to one specific wine because you're sampling a bunch of them. And if you're uh, the person who's running the wine tasting has a rather like heavier hand, you actually get your money's worth of wine and you can walk away feeling pretty good. So go wine tastings. But the whole purpose of this is so we go every year and you know uh, every year so they have um several wines that they usually keep uh just their merlots and their chardonnays and their pinots and stuff that they always have however Every year, every vin- you know, um, vintage tastes different because it's different grapes. So even though they use the same grapes, it's different um, climates that the grapes are growing in. It's different um, conditions. Right. Long story short, just, just all overall different conditions. So the wine can actually taste different, even though it's, it's technically the same wine. It can taste different from year to year. So it's a great way to, like I said, you know, we go back to this vineyard. We like to sample the wines. We sample some of the same wines that we taste year after year. And some years taste a lot better than others. And it's also a really good way to sample um, every now and then. They like to throw new wines into the mix. And that's exactly what they did this year. I had a 
Barbera for the first time, and it was delicious. So this Barbera was a blend of, it was 80% Barbera grapes, 13.5% Zinfandel grapes, and 6.5% Petite Syrah uh, grapes. And uh, this particular wine was barrel-aged for two years and had a very ripe cherry flavor. Um, it was absolutely delicious. So this is Truro Vineyards 2014 Barbera Wine. You can buy it online um, at truroVineyards.com. That's T-R-U-R-O Vineyards.com. Um, you can also Google it, look it up. Sometimes they actually do. If you're in Massachusetts, they do kind of export to uh, different places. I know our um, Wegmans out here carries some of the wines from Truro, but you can order it online. It's delicious. So if you like a drier red, um, it, it's kind of sweet. Not as sweet as a Merlot can be at times. And I know some people are like, Merlot's not really that sweet. Well, yeah, it kind of can be. Um, it's definitely, uh, if, if I was rating it, I would be like a, a Merlot, then a Barbera. Um, and you get that nice like spice, that bite that you get from a Zinfandel as well. So it's a very nice, it goes down smooth, has a very clean um, finish on the palate. I liked it. And even Patsy liked it. And he's not a huge, like dry red fan. It was all right. But all I could think of is the exact same thing that Brandon was thinking of. Hannah Barbera. (laughs) Exit stage left. Even heavens to Megatroid. (laughs) I would have called it grape ape. (laughs) McGill gorilla. So long story short, that was a lot of rambling because I'm exhausted. So I apologize. But yeah, if you were trying out a new place or you just happen to be like, hey, let's go pretend to be classy. Let's go to a wine tasting. A wine tasting is a very good chance to sample a bunch of different wines. And if you are interested in getting into wines and you don't know if you're a, a white person or a red person or maybe you like your rosés, you know, rosé all day. Um, it's a very good uh, opportunity for you to just kind of sample everything and, and figure out, you know, what you like and what you don't like and you get a really cool glass at the end. So that's fun. So moral of the story, kids, is uh, go drink wine. Go with Buy somebody. me wine. Yeah, that's 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 actually good advice, too. Because when we went, I don't know if you covered it because I, I did. To, I said if you have, if you're with a friend, you can usually cover more you can territory. Cover, yeah, because they do 10. So you can either do five... Well, it depends like, on where you go, though. Well, like I'm just other, Truro. Yeah, but, you know, I'm just saying, like, in general, you know, other places. I've had wine tastings at other places. It's almost like you left the room for a second and didn't hear something she said. I did. I had to, I had to, <laughs> I had to urinate from my delicious sodas that are not at all bad for you. <laughs> well, that's, that's, not a, that's not a good endorsement. Don't, don't listen to that. It was, it was almost as if, like, my body was trying to rid me of toxins. <laughs> She just spent so much time nicely talking about you guys and going to a wine tasting, and then you come, then you start. I don't even, you know, even the, even the leaving to, to urinate that's fine, but you went right back in on this shitty, horrible sugary soda. The the wine is definitely better than the soda. <laughs> I will say, will say that. Awesome. No, like that's actually one of the the highlights of our vacation is going to the wine tasting because it is classy. 
and it's always good. <laughs> it is classy. It is. You know, you get a fancy glass, um, and this year uh, was the 10th anniversary of Truro, so we got the nice 10 years glasses. Um, now, if someone who hasn't been to a wine tasting, how much would they expect to be spending on it? Uh, most I've spent on a wine tasting is $10. Oh, okay. Cool. So it's it's very affordable. Um, some of them, it depends on... Honestly, it depends on the vineyard. It mm-hmm. depends on how many wines are offered that day as mm-hmm. far as sampling goes. And it all depends on the glass. Yeah, I've, I've had... Um, I've been to places where I've only had to pay $5, but yeah. I didn't get to keep the glass. You know, but I've also been to places like Truro where, you know, you spend $10, you get to sample five different wines. Or if you're with a partner, you can sample all 10. You know, you just kind of split, you know, between Take yeah. a little sips, the, yeah. the, the, the two of you and you get to keep your glasses. So and with Truro, <laughs> if you go to a tasting and you find a wine that you like and you go over to the little uh, wine hut that they have they'll give you a discount because you use the, the same glass Ooh! so instead of like ten dollars the eight. wine hut i don't know what it's called it's like a little shack yeah you're they, right that does sound super the classy <laughs> the booze yeah. shack yeah you just bring your used glass over the wine hut and they're just charging another f- f- couple fucking bucks though it's, it's fucking sweet it is. Anyways, well, thank you for that, Ashes. That was really. I really want to try. That, a that wine, actually does sound really tasting. nice. So yeah, um, I'm just gonna offer up my services. If, if anybody needs a wine buddy, I will. I will. Yes. Yes. Be your vino partner. Do you want to be my be wine buddy? No, I'm. I'm done with you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I need a See, vacation. You said we're buddies. I told no, you. I said I need a vacation for my you, vacation. You should have taken me. With you for vacation. I was so ready. I was so ready to leave Patsy here. And I was like, Agent Nicole, can you get the time off from work? Because uh, I'd be telling our boss. <laughs> the room hey. is paid for. All you need is uh, food and booze. Let's go. That's not true. And you know it. <laughs> but you guys had a nice time, right? Yeah, we did. We saw He's dolphins. alive. I'm sorry. So, yeah. Pat, you had a nice time. <laughs> <laughs> we saw dolphins that I thought were sharks initially. Dolphinately. Yeah. He did that on purpose. Thank God. I was just going to do that. That was, that was good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I would say you're a star. <laughs> Can we end this episode, please? What? We're having fun. For who? I mean, I, I'm having fun. I'm, I'm glad I'm you're having a wonderful time. And thank you so much for taking the time out to come and visit us and be a part of our show for the past two episodes thank you very much for having me i and really enjoyed it i forgot to ask last time but uh brandon you're you're a part of a uh some groups on facebook yes uh, i am would you like to uh tell the folks out there about some of the some of the groups you are uh for for which you are an admin sure yes uh i am actually the group director for uh comic book illuminati you can you can find it just by searching that uh on facebook comic book illuminati um, so you get a lot of really weird like requests and stuff with the yes. name Illuminati. Oh my goodness, <laughs> it's so ridiculous, and they're not even they're not even slick or smooth about it. You know, it's it's all it sounds terrible, but it's always somebody from 
uh, a, a country that does not speak English as a first language, mm-hmm. and they always put like the um, the Eye of Horus as their profile picture. <laughs> um, or if they're smart enough, they don't do that. But you always uh, and, and uh, myself and the other admins, we we can't stress enough to the the moderators and everything like check people's profiles before you approve them mm-hmm. because they'll, they'll put like a, a regular photo of someone like thumbs up and you know their, their name is like Billy Smith but then you click on about and every single page that they remember of is the Illuminati's gonna kill us all or come make money and it's yeah it's like come on man yeah. no it's like Illuminati spelled with dollar signs come on there's not even an S yeah yeah like kill Illuminati stuff like that it's a it, it's fairly ridiculous um, but that's uh, that's primarily with with the main comic book Illuminati group. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, we we it's CBI Media, Comic Book Illumina- Illuminati Media. But they um, there's it's an umbrella. There's a few other groups. Uh, I like I said, I'm the group director of Comic Book Illuminati. Then we have a, a film group as well called CBI the Film Vault, uh, and that's a lot of fun. Um, we have uh, one of. I'm an admin there. Uh, one of one of our other admins, um, Kristen Kowalczyk, uh, she she actually has uh, been doing a film club in the group itself, where uh, she finds movies that are easily accessible uh, mm-hmm. through like Netflix, um, you know, fairly fairly ubiquitous platforms. And uh, she says, "Hey, this is the movie we're going to watch this week. Let's let's all do that. And in seven days, we come back. And it's just like a book club." And people discuss what they thought about it, whether they liked it or not. Um, it's 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 really nice. It's uh, it's a great way to bring people together and maybe get them to watch something that they normally wouldn't pick for themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see what else is there. Um, there's uh, the film vault. <laughs> what the hell else is there? Well, there's the, the gaming groups. Oh yeah, Gorilla Gaming. There's oh my god, I feel like I have to actually open this up. Nah, never mind. I'm not going to do that. <laughs> There's, there's, there's a lot of stuff, and you can actually find them all from Comic Book Illuminati. Yeah. I mean, if you go to the main group, uh, we we have links to to everything there. Um, we have we have groups for uh, for verses. You know, you guys do battles yep. here. Um, they, I think it's called Super Geek Fighter Turbo. Yep, and Super Geek Fighter Turbo Two. Yes, um, that one that one's been an experience for me because I had to learn a lot of terminology. I'm I'm not really super involved in it, but there was stuff that I just I looked at it and I'm like. These are just letters strung together. These are not words. <laughs> like I'm like I don't. I for the longest time I was like, will somebody please fucking explain to me what BFR is? Do you guys know? Back, back forward, reverse. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, it, it has something to do with like um, the the setting. You know, like you can't you can't like leave the area or anything like that where it's supposed to take place. I just feel like it'd be more straightforward to say the thing I just said. Right. Don't leave the area. Got it. BFR? All right, let me go to Google. Bump I've that. heard of BFFs. Is that like the same thing? I think you're real close on that one. Uh, but yeah, it's, um, we're, we've got, a, we got a, a few thousand people that are members of um, the CBI proper. So if anybody listening, you, you're interested. Oh, um, we also, I'm sorry, we have a horror group as well. Yes. The Vault of Horror. And that is uh, that was started and primarily run by um, a Mr. Brian Lloyd, who is actually also um, Kristen Kowalczyk's uh, partner. Yes, um, and he is he is super into that stuff. He's really been uh, getting a lot of people in. We have um, we have a fair amount of contributors to that. Alex DiVincenzo, 
um, who runs BrokeHorrorFan.com. Mm-hmm. It, he uh, he contributes regularly to it. Uh, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. It's just a b- good bunch of groups for geeks of uh, all shapes, sizes, and persuasions to to come in and and just have fun. Yeah, it's. I've been a, a member there for a while. Uh, you actually got me into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We we met, and I was like, oh, all right, yeah, because we can smell our own. Yeah. Is <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that guy, what that is? Yeah. <laughs> damn straight. <laughs> But uh, yeah, I I, I uh, got Pat to come in, and um, he 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 came in. I actually set up the the film group, and uh, I I pulled Pat in primarily because I wanted him to be an administrator for the film group. Mm-hmm. Um, and then <laughs> then they they were like, oh, you know what, Brandon, you you stay with CBI. We're gonna give this to somebody else. And I, I think it was actually the right move. I I feel uh, I feel like I'm I'm best positioned with comic book Illuminati. We cover a lot of stuff all together. It's yeah. it, it's a wide net that's cast. Um, whereas a lot of these other groups are very specific, and uh, I like to I like to jump around a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't I don't feel pigeonholed at all. Um, but yeah, if if anybody's interested, come on in, and we we'd be happy to help you out. And it's it's a great place too if um you're into you interested in comic books, especially with the the glut of uh, movies and television shows that are out now um, to uh, come in and ask questions. If you don't know where to go or what to start with, there are plenty of people there who will very, in a very, very friendly manner, help you out. Yeah. Yeah, because anytime somebody, like, starts to get, you know, of the jerk persuasion, they are (laughs) dealt with swiftly. Yes. Um, They are either... Yeah, I've I've had to swoop down quite a few times... uh, a lot of us admins have. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, our number one rule is don't be a jerk. If you, if good you rule come, to have. Yeah, if you come in and you start, you start swinging that fucking geek dick around. Like, sorry, pal, you're in the wrong group. There's <laughs> there, in every every group that you go to, the rules of the group are pinned right to the top of the, the yes. Facebook page. So. Yes. The only time you will not find the group rules pinned to uh, comic book Illuminati. Is if there is a uh, a big movie coming out um, or a television show because we put spoiler posts up. Uh, I personally do not like when things are ruined for people. Mm-hmm. Um, I go out and I try to see things right away, right away, because I don't want them ruined and I have to admin for this group. So it will get ruined for me if I don't. Uh, but I do not want someone coming in and you know, saying like, oh, man, that new Spider-Man movie. I can't wait to see it. And then some jag off. I was like, oh, man, can you believe that happened to dot, dot, dot? Like, that's their post. <coughs> like, oh. oh. Spider-Man fell down the stairs and got eaten by a bear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's the extended cut. Wait, was that, was that Spider-Man light or <laughs> the wonderful Spider-Man? That was the or? wonderful world of Spider-Man. Okay. <laughs> but uh, Spider-Man Ocho. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a great place to, to, to come and... You know, learn about some stuff, share things, um, just just have good conversations, and uh, we really we really do our best to reinforce like the positive side of, mm-hmm. of geekdom because unfortunately there's a lot of people that make um, whether or not you're talking about comic books, horror movies, whatever they make it very unapproachable for for people. Uh, they don't feel comfortable even trying to to view anything. So yeah, come on in, have a good time. We'd love to have you. Yeah. So I think uh, that being said, you know, once again, thank you for coming on and uh, thank you driving all the way out here. And uh, you know, I know you're probably going to be uh, tired once you get home, but 
Again, thank you for uh, coming out here, and we would definitely love to have you on again. You guys let me know. Oh, thank you very much. This was a lot of fun. I would do this again in a heartbeat. Excellent. So I think with that being said, we will uh, see see you you next Thursday. Thursday.